Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. Now, on to today's show. So welcome to this week's podcast. This week I'm excited to explore the topic of sensation and touch and how we can use that to spice up our sex lives. And specifically looking at touch as a a way that we actually bond as human beings. One of the greatest things about sex is that we get to touch and be touched and enjoy that kind of physical intimacy that most of us crave because, you know, let's face it, today is a very touch-averse society. You're not supposed to touch people, you know, out in the world much at all. And many of us don't, you know, many of us are touch-crazed. You know, we want to actually, or touch-crazed is the wrong word, we're, we're lacking enough touch in our life. And so um, in erotic encounters in, a, in the bedroom, sometimes this is the time when we get to make up for this. And uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about how we can kind of use touch, use our physiology of having different types of touch receptors even in our, in our skin and the, the surface layers of our body. We actually have uh, receptors that are uh, sensitive to different types of touch we can engage different nerves uh, and responses due to different types of touch. And we're gonna kind of go into that, as well as the idea that, you know, the using and being creative with different types of touch can really break up that, that habitual sex routine that so many of us fall into with partners where, you know, we do certain touch and then that leads to this touch and then, you know, we become, uh, you know, entrenched in a particular pattern of um, <clears throat> intimacy that leads to, you know, just getting in a rut and feeling bored with our sex lives. So that's kind of the topic for today. And I wonder, Declan, if you had anything that just popped into your head when we put together these types of words of touch and intimacy and, um, you know, sensational play, stuff like that kind of a, a, a therapeutic thing kind of immediately came into my mind and touch is, is um, you know more than likely the oldest you know form of medicine you know mm, good point what I what I what I feel is like you know I don't I don't have any obviously proof but I feel like yeah we were obviously communicating through sounds or whatever but yeah the touch is a different experience you know we touch one another and it can have a, a profound effect and if done in, in if done with some attention and awareness and consciousness can actually you know change the molecular structure of, of our of our physiques so and on the other hand it can also you know it could potentially do do harm so as far as the what we're discussing today and the sensational play and all that is like yeah there's there's definitely ways that we can you know change it up mm-hmm yeah for sure and it's a good point the the laying on of hands or the the healing is definitely an aspect of touch 
that is acceptable in our society and that we're you know used to maybe going for a massage or or things like that it's a another sort of aspect you know in the bdsm community i know there's lots of sensation play within that sphere but you know for for many people that aren't you know kind of falling into any of those categories how can we just start spicing up our own awareness of touch how can we explore that um and maybe you know are there any particular touches that come to mind as being ones that you're particularly fond of declan well, you know, that it depends, you know, sometimes, well, often, most times, depends on my mood and what I'm feeling like this day, and oh, maybe I, I like a bit of a, of a more, more um, kind of a therapeutic touch initially to kind of get the, the, the tissues, the superficial tissues relaxed a little bit more so that the sensual uh, stuff that's, you know, hopefully going to follow that is, is, a, is a more enjoyable more sensational so what i'm hearing is kind of a coming from the outside in starting with lighter touch and maybe moving in towards more intense touch yeah yeah that that could potentially work <laughs> <clears throat> well i know this uh, another sex educator out there um you know talked about different levels of touch and i think this is um you know something that many people have thought about is you know, if you take your hand and you run it over, not even touching your arm, but just running over the hairs on your arm, this very kind of energetic touch almost, where you can feel the hairs actually bending, kind of like a whisker on a cat. I know that's what you said to me the other day, and that was a great analogy. You know, and if you at home want to try this right now, just try running a finger or your hand and just, just touching the hairs on your arm. Sometimes people really hate that kind of touch, and sometimes it's really... Um, titillating and exciting we actually have um, particular receptors right at the base of the the hair follicle that uh, lets our nervous system know when the hair is getting bent or moved over so you know uh, we have particular receptors that are aware of where if the hair is getting touched and this is one type of touch the second level would be just a, a smoothing of the actual skin a very light skin stroking um, and then we might get into that kind of kneading into the tissue kind of touch, maybe that you imagine going for a good massage, that type of depth of touch. And then there's kind of the fourth level, which might be a, like a slap or a pinch or something a little more intense. So, you know, out of all those levels of touch, I've noticed people tend to have like a, a, a way that, you know, one that they like to sort of play with first and then you know or like you said it depends on your mood anything come up around those those levels have you ever played with the different levels of touch that way yeah yeah i've kind of explored those things and yeah for me it's really de it does depend on on you know the you know environmental extenuating circumstances of the day and of the place that i'm in and the person that i'm with blah 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 so it, it, that, this all depends on to for me mm -hmm. personally yeah I think even just for our listeners out there, you know, if you're thinking, well, how do we spice things up? Like even imagining those different levels of touch. And if you always go in with, a, with the same type of touch, like you grab your partner with a certain level of touch and you, you know, you kiss or you embrace with a certain amount of energy and you always do that similarly 
you know, maybe it'd be fun to try a different level and just, you know, try tickling the hairs on, on someone's back and see if that had a different response starting from a different place. So this is one idea. The other idea that you can also kind of play around with as far as sensation is something that, uh, again, I, I kind of do with some of my clients is take them on a shopping trip. And I found things like the dollar store is a great place to go and look for objects of different um, materials with different types of touch surfaces that might give different sensations. So, uh, you know, things that look innocuous, you know, you might just pick up an egg beater, let's say, and that would have a different sensation on your skin than, uh, you know, a loofah, let's say, those types of different objects. Um, do you ever, have you ever tried playing around with different objects like this and had much success as, as far as a, a finding, discovering a new love, a new touch love for yourself? Mm, yeah, uh, not extensively, but yes, a little bit. And I think for me, one of the, one of the uh, aha moments, I guess you could call it, is uh, with, you know, taking the eyes out of the equation, right? Taking the sight. Mm. taking one of the senses out of the equation so oh I don't know what's coming it's nice to know when it's coming and or something like this and of course this needs some discussion and dialogue before this is going to happen but for me yeah taking one of the senses out of the equation is is can be very revealing so you're talking about being blindfolded yes <laughs> Let's make that really clear. You to could <laughs> also you could also just close your eyes. That way, it doesn't. There's no actual physical restraint on your body as a way, and you can open them at any time should you feel the need to or unsafe or whatever. Obviously, like I said, it's got to be some dialogue and trust involved in this. But if you're doing it with a, a partner, ho hopefully those are already in place. Yeah. So depending on how you you and your partner want to negotiate. This type of exploration uh, as Declan said you could just have you know the trust factor of closing your eyes and and then your partner trusting that that would that you'd keep your eyes closed so that they get the delicious surprise of a different uh, touch implement or if you like to be a little more controlling then you could blindfold your partner and uh, you know have them try to guess what you're touching them with and um, you know I often uh, like to go and just look around um, and pick up different objects and then, you know, put them in a bag and, and lay them all out. You could even show, you know, have, have it out on the bed and your partner could look at all of them and then, you know, you could, like you said, take one sense, take your eyesight away and have a little play at just touching each other with these different objects and seeing what it feels like. I think for me, there's an aha moment of, uh, realizing that um, for me I loved having you know really opposing touches happening almost at the same time that was kind of an aha for me to explore so I liked having uh, like a soft feather at the same time that I had like a prickly something somewhere else on my body and I remember being kind of intrigued with exploring the opposites of touch in a way so I didn't want to have all soft touch and then all hard touch or whatever I wanted to have things different things happening at the same time and you know everyone's different and I think that it's more about exploring 
what works for you, what works for your partner, and and what you know what you actually enjoy. So yes, uh, the communication piece is really important. Um, have you ever tried? Have you ever been surprised with what a partner likes or what you've liked? What you know as you've explored different types of touch. Well, surely I must have been, but I can't think of anything specific <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yes, well, I'm sure every partner is different, and I think uh, you know what's uh, what I find enlightening is often, especially if we've been with a partner for a long time and we think we know how they tick. And we're like, I know how to make, you know, how I know how to get my partner off. I do this, this, and this, and then they always enjoy it. You know, perhaps we're at that kind of stuck in a rut place. You know, what else could we explore that maybe they don't even know about yet? That kind of is exciting to me. What about you? Yeah, this this sounds exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for you at home, you know, you could imagine uh, having a little fun exploration and um, see what comes up for you to try. Uh, you may not, you may want to designate particular implements for the kitchen and have those different than your bedroom implements if you like to try the same things. Have a box under your bed. I know a few of my friends and clients have uh, gotten a nice little storage box you can put a few things and and have them under the bed they're not out there for everyone to see but you have them close at hand and you know maybe stick a blindfold in there and you have your little tickle trunk right under your bed you can bring it out and explore things um so yeah i would just really ha take the opportunity to think outside the box is there any particular uh touch declan that you can think of even right now that you would uh, offer to our listeners as something to try that they may not have thought about, touch that you particularly like or that you've had fun exploring. Uh, I'm not even sure what if it's called what it's called the rolling kind of pinch. I quite like. It's because it's it, it's it's not so deep, like it's pretty superficial, but it can it can kind of feel like it's going deep, and it it has yeah it has an interesting sensation for me effect it's all can can kind of borderline on almost painful in, in depending on you know obviously who's doing it or, or you know wh where the tightness is in your body on any particular day but yeah I like that one so I think that you're talking about skin rolling and in, in massage in the massage world but yeah the kind of pinch and rolling the skin between your fingers mm -hmm. i would say yes in my experience that's that's borderline pain pleasure kind of exploration which some of our listeners might be curious and some of these uh, types of toucher you can also do this solo you don't need to have a partner to try all these different things um you know if you just try you know a little pinch or maybe pulling the hairs on your body or a little slap perhaps you want to try some of these more intense what are considered more intense touches on your own body first and just see where you enjoy them the one other tip i would say for for exploring sensation is to realize that not everywhere on our body is going to have the same preference so it can be fun to actually map out your body your body or your partner's body you can even print out pictures of a body and kind of 
try. So if you like the soft feather duster feel on your back or your arms, you may not like it on your legs. I have, you know, different people come in and say, oh, I don't like being touched on my legs or I don't like being touched on, around my ears or I don't, you know, or they like particular touch. Um, many people love their scalp being massaged or, or the hair pulled on their head. There's so many different places on our body and ways of being touched um, that there's a, a, a great scope for exploration there. So if you were going to offer something uh Declan, like if let's say uh, hypothetically you had an, a new partner and you were gonna to bring this in, I know you're big on communication. What kind of kind of setup would you give to a new partner to kind of uh, explore this type of uh, play? Uh, kind of like the guessing game. So I would set out a bunch of objects on the bed, let the or the or the counter or the floor or not necessarily the bed any somewhere in sight, in vision, and say, listen, these are the implements, you know, how many ever you want, 9 or 10 or 12 or 20, and set them all out and let them have a look at them and make sure they agree that, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna touch your skin or mm-hmm. over your clothes or whatever we've decided. And then these are the objects I'm going to use. I'm going to pick one at a time, and you get to guess what that is, which object it is. So the guessing game, so... Closing your eyes, of course, yeah, you know, yeah. here, here, so you know what the objects look like, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to pick one, you're going to close your eyes, and I'm going to touch you with it, and you get to decide how I, how, what kind of touch you get, like not, not 100%, I guess, obviously, because it depends on the implement also, but I kind of like that game, taking the, the sight out of the equation. The site. And it sounds like it's a bit of a fun game, you yeah, know. Date night game. game. <laughs> yes. Declan's date night suggestion. So, yeah, I think that's a wonderful idea. And I like, you know, obviously there's a bit of consent in there when you're laying out all the implements you could take away or, or, or just pick fewer objects if your partner wasn't wanting to be so surprised. Um, and, you know, taking the eyesight out or not, you know, even just... Uh, being able to seek, it still can sometimes be uh, interesting. So there's some, some hopefully some interesting uh, ideas and opportunities for you out there to uh, explore either on your own, you can have a self date night, you can do exactly the same thing and, uh, you know, pick up an object, try touching your different parts of your body with it, see what feels good, what doesn't. Um, and definitely let us know if you have any thoughts or how your date night goes. We look forward to uh, talking to you next time. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Ailsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. I look forward to sharing another episode with you again very soon. Wishing you a pleasure-filled day.